man, am I excited. I am so excited to bring this. I'm not going to say emergency episode, but it is a one-off episode. I have my lovely wife for this episode, and it's going to be all about Taylor Swift. That's right. It's Taylor Swift coming up. It's Taylor Swift time, and that means I had to ask my lovely wife, Mrs. Free Topic, my wife Amber, to come on the podcast, and I'm so excited. Hey, baby. Hi, everybody. My name is Amber, Mrs. Free Topic. (laughs) Hello, hello. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here, and we're going to be talking about something that I know you love, probably more than me but that's neither here nor there but we're here to talk about taylor swift because she's having a moment thank you she's having herself quite a moment these last few months without question i would like to know first and foremost we're going to get into a little bit of the eras tour and everything spoiler alert we went to the eras tour it's one of my favorite concerts of all time truly but i would like to know what's your history with taylor swift babe tell me a little bit but just for the the pod listeners back at home like uh when did you first discover taylor swift so taylor swift i've been listening to back when she was considered (laughs) underground she was just just starting out uh i probably started listening to her back in 2007 i know her taylor swift album came out in 2008 and i do have this documented through my old nano <laughs> so i've got a, a lot of songs on there that um, haven't even been released because that's just how long i've been listening to her and i pretty much grew up with her she's a couple of years older than me i'm 31 so she's definitely followed her throughout her career and it's you know just so warming you know for me to have her you know experience this whole uh, tour that she's doing with era she just completely exploded and now we have all these generations beneath us as millennials Truly. you know um, <laughs> so it's very interesting it's multi-generational so you're you know an og swifty which is awesome you've been <laughs> on the bandwagon and you, you know you're kind of a mainstay on the bandwagon at this point but i have never seen anything like this where multiple generations you know whether they be you know the the moms the daughters the cousins whatever they're all posting on tiktok they're all awaiting in mile long lines for merch at concerts they're all Mm -hmm. outside of stadiums listen just to listen to this concert itself not even being in the concert i've never seen anything like it Without a doubt, it's very interesting. And, you know, to see on TikTok, I see, you know, fans of all ages, I see dads going to this concert, you know, holding their little, you know, five year olds on their shoulders who are crying <laughs> as, you know, <laughs> and I'm a 31 year old woman, you know, I cried at the concert, but, you know, to see all these different ages and, um, you know, so many different types of people just accepting and loving her music, it's just, so endearing to see and and i love it for her you have been standing taylor swift since i met you sweetheart so i want to know from you as as someone who has been supporting her so much 
What do you think that this means? Like just the magnitude of what she's been able to accomplish with this tour, not only with that, but just this year and re-releasing her records, having the full, it just seems unanimous, the full support of not just her fan base, but everybody, everybody comments on how great a person, how nice a person she is. Um, what what does that mean to you as a Taylor Swift fan to just see the adoration that she's getting now? Well, <laughs> so from following her early on, I know people who've you know followed her for years. They'll be very uh, you know familiar with knowing that Taylor is no stranger to bullying, and she yeah. went through most of her songs. You know, were written based off of a real life situation she went through starting back in high school. And, you know, uh, she, you know, she naturally received a ton of hate, you know, over the years based off of the type of songs that she wrote, you know, a lot of songs about heartbreak and, you know, growing up in high school, this was like back in like 2008, 2009. I remember Taylor Swift wasn't popular, it, which is very interesting. You know, I would tell people, you know, that I love Taylor Swift and, you know, I would get essentially bullied for it myself. I had you know, oh. a lot of people question you know, her validity and, you know, you know, why I liked her and they assimilated, you know, me liking her songs as far as, um, you know, her being dramatic <laughs> in a sense. Well, and awful. you hate to see it. You really do. Yeah. And, um, you know, also, you know, when she became famous, you know, with the different, um, different various situations, you know, more notably Kanye, one of the most biggest situations oh boy. back at the, I believe it was the VMAs, which really catapulted her um, the middle of her when she started be, uh, getting famous. And, you know, just it's always followed her. And then she had that whole situation with Kim Kardashian. So, I mean, I won't bore you with details, but, you know, these are all things that have been documented. So she is no stranger to bullying. And now to see her at, I think, the peak of her fame, for me, I just want to cry a little inside for her because I know this is everything <laughs> she's ever wanted. And I believe that she is at the peak of her fame. So, again, so excited for her. I think so. I think, I mean, everything that you've said, I very much relate to because I grew up as well. Not necessarily as a fan, but she's in my zeitgeist. You know, like I was always aware of Taylor Swift. Uh, her songs would play on the radio, whether that be, you know, when she broke out into pop, you know, she came from country, as you said. And of course, like nobody escaped the Kanye disaster that was at the VMA. Mm -hmm. And even I was even aware of everything that followed throughout as far as Kanye and Kim and that whole tweet controversy and everything. It just, to me, I always wrongly as i've as i've come to find but i've always associated taylor with controversy because she was always mm -hmm. finding herself like in the middle of all this dilemmas and fucking problems you know and wrongly that's that's to say because mm -hmm. this year i in preparation for that concert i've listened to a lot i've you know kind of did my research kind of did my homework as i you know when the time came to go to the concert, they want to be, you know, the only one not in the know of anything. She's truly like down to earth. She's truly someone that I told you even after the concert is like, I was like, she's a bit of a nerd. She's, a bit, she's like, very so much <laughs> yeah. down to earth. 
yeah, which resonates with yeah. me because I'm a huge nerd. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, like it was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable experience. And, Absolutely. And I, I would like to know also that, you know, through her career uh, into stardom, you know, all these situations with other celebrities in which there was drama, you know, I, I strongly believe, you know, these types of people who have, because again, she is a sweetheart. Anybody who has met Taylor, you can't really find, you can't find anything on any social media, whether you go on Reddit or, you know, try to go in the depths of like TikTok comments. There's yeah. not one person who has met her that has anything negative to say because she is just wholesome and sweet. And, you know, and, a lot of people have hatred for that. A lot of people, you know, she's just a good girl. And she's always been, you know, since the start of career, her career. And I believe a lot of people hate that because they really don't have any dirt on her. You know, they'll try to come at her for pretty much anything. And, um, you know, she finds herself at the center, center of these controversies over the years because people want to make something out of nothing. And, you know, they really don't have anything on her. And they really hate that because a lot of people you know, I, I'm not going to name names, but, you know, in this industry, <laughs> they, you know, sign their souls truly to get to stardom. You know, you ask how many people or, I mean, I'm sure in that industry in order to get to fame, you know, they had to do some things to get there. And, you know, hers just came so organic and natural. And I think a lot of people don't like that, honestly, if I have to say that. Yeah, I don't hesitate in naming names. You know, I would just say the Kim Kardashian types of the world. When you <laughs> see went there. somebody, I went there. You know, if you're a free topic, we do not condone bullying. And when you do bully, you get deserved to call out. Sorry. But <laughs> I'm just going to say that. When you see somebody yeah. that has ascended to the very top of their chosen passion or career or profession, whatever you want to call it, with just talent, it's just what it is. Like, I have never been one of those, you know, even though I wasn't a fan growing up, I never bullied anybody when they said that they were a fan. I never thought less of them, you know? Yeah, there was always a stigma of, oh, she's always writing about her failed relationships. Big deal, man. Like, I, I, Shaggy's been singing about failed relationships for a while. You know, like, yeah. rappers do it all the time. It's It's a very male-dominated spectrum about singing or rapping or doing whatever, songwriting about real life mm-hmm. and about breakups this and one, you know it's yeah go ahead sweetheart. yeah no i was saying with taylor what's also interesting you know she accomplished essentially with of what a lot of you know young preteens would had loved to have for themselves i mean each one of us yeah. i'm sure everybody's had a diary i had probably 10 growing up and i only wish i could had you know had a career singing i mean am i a good singer not like taylor and i definitely exactly. don't have you know, her exact passion, you know, she's been trying, she's been singing since I think she was out of the womb. She, you know, just was doing <laughs> concerts and festivals, you know, she has so many home videos and she's singing as her life. And, you know, to see that happen, you know, just such a wholesome, sweet, kind person, you know, she made her career out of doing what she loves and every song she has written she just pours her life and soul into and it's from her heart and i just i just find that so exquisite and And, i just love her so much (laughs) and she's loved for it that's the big thing that's what people don't like when you get to the top based on your talent based on your 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 god-given gift right and Mm -hmm. you have not a speck not a speck of dirt on you 
all you do is just write your songs, you keep your head down, you try to do right by people, you love your fans, so on and so forth. And you never had to get into a scandalous relationship. You never had to put anything out there in the media. You never had to do any of these things. There was no reality show with Taylor Swift. Sorry. And she shouldn't have to apologize for that. She shouldn't be bullied for that. Nobody should. And I think that that is a great example for young artists or young storytellers, whoever. I know she's inspired me. I love writing stories. And just the sheer amount of music she's put out and a lot of it, I would say, what, like 99% of the music that she sings is written by her, which is something you told me. Incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. It's something... Uh, I can't say enough good things about what I've learned about Taylor Swift. So, (laughs) you know, again, spoiler alert, this is a Taylor Swift episode. We're going to shower her with as much admiration as we can because she deserves it. Because that definitely changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I would like to get into what we saw at the concert, sweetheart. I know you've been to a previous concert, but I was going to say, to me, and I've been to plenty of concerts myself, I think she's a very close second to the Metallica concert I saw over in Tampa a few years ago. I well, we Metallica won't talk about that. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, as far as a concert one. experience, right, What? how would you compare it to the previous concert? Because you, you went to the Speak Now tour, right? Or am I getting that wrong? No, I did go to Speak Now back, oh. uh, I would say in 2011. I went with uh, my best friend Shannon to the Speak Now. And that was when she was still doing country and, you know, for all of the free topics. Pod listeners, I love country. Country is yes. my favorite favorite uh, genre of music. So <laughs> I was so distraught when she left country. And I was so angry for a little bit, you know, that she left uh, that genre. But, you know, I, I mean, I'll fall Taylor anywhere. I love all kinds of music. So, you know, that that was years ago. But I did go to the Speak Now concert. And to date, I, I do believe that it, that's my favorite concert that I went to and my favorite album from Taylor. Oh, wow. Okay. So you would say that to you personally, in your opinion, that Speak Now holds a, holds a more treasured part of your heart than this era's tour that we that we saw most definitely absolutely uh-huh. that's cool i mean i don't know I'm, i i haven't been and i know if we had friend of the pot shannon we miss you shannon but if we had her <laughs> here, i'm pretty sure she would probably agree with you considering she also is you know huge huge fan of that that album um, absolutely and what's interesting about the era's tour you know what which i mean this this whole tour has completely blown up and you know she was i mean she was already famous but again when i say she's at the peak of her you know fame it's definitely now through this concert and i believe you know through TikTok, i believe that's what really catapulted her to the status that she's at now i mean you've got girls of all ages uh, backgrounds you know dressing up as you know she's got multiple albums and you've got people dressing up like in costume for Halloween to these concerts. And, you know, I just found that so interesting. And I mean, my concert was, um, excuse me, my, my outfit was Speak Now related and I believe Shannon's was Lover. So <laughs> it was very interesting <laughs> to see all of these women dressed up, like, you know, we were little yes. kids. 
glitter everywhere, pink feathers and flowers. It was just amazing to see. Incredible. Incredible. It was like going to like a, a, a tailor con. You know, everyone yes. Yes. was it was so dressed up. Everybody was so welcoming. It was such a free environment. It was it was unlike anything I had ever seen in a yeah. concert venue. Everyone exactly. was there dressed up, no matter what. Everybody had. I mean, I I wore a uh, a t shirt that says "Not a lot, not a whole <laughs> lot going on," and I had my hard glasses proudly. <laughs> I think I think I you got the most it. compliments all night. <laughs> the most compliments. I don't, Shannon and I worked for months on our costumes, and you got the most compliments. <laughs> oh man, everybody was asking me where I got the shirt, where am I got my glasses. I was like my wife, my wife, guys, my wife got it for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know. Like, and what did zero I tell you? I told you. I'm like, I'm like, watch. You want the most low effort, you know, high payout <laughs> costume? That's why that we put you in, and it definitely works. Your your, oh, de- yeah. your ego was up all night, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I couldn't get over the fact that, I mean, I had a conversation while I was trying to get us some drinks. I had a conversation with a fan who was there with his cousin. Uh, he mm-hmm. was a huge Taylor Swift fan. He was geeking out. He completely, he saw my shirt. He was completely obsessed with it. He was like, where did you get the shirt? Where did you get the glasses? I love, love it. it. Great. And I was like, uh, this is my wife, you know, but, you know, I was just making small talk and it was just surreal. Like I didn't have that in, in any other concert venue. Everybody was just there to enjoy the mm-hmm. concert, do all that. And then, um, but here everybody was just, just coming together as one. To, Interesting. To and I remember you saying specifically at this concert, I know you've been to a number of them yourself, yeah. but that, you know, leaving this concert left such a good taste in your mouth in multiple ways. But most of them, you know, I think the largest one was that everybody was so kind, gushing, you know, kindness at this concert. Not one person yeah. was rude, mean. Everybody was just so happy to be there. And I, I, you know, we even pulled out of the parking lot at the end of the night, you know, and we're, you know, we thanked one of the cops who was standing there all night. Yes, and, you know, the <laughs> cop, the cop that was directing traffic. Cause, you know, when we are, it's 70,000 plus people. So we're going to be coming out of there uh, for a while. But the cop that was directing it, we were just wanted to be nice. It was probably there until like 2 a.m. But we just, Lord, I went to and said, hey, thank you so much for, for what you do and all that. He told us, again, gushing. This wasn't just <laughs> as a move along or anything like that. He said, anytime that Taylor Swift comes to town, I'll be the first to sign up because this is the best event I've ever had to monitor. Verbatim. Is, uh, verbatim. This is yeah. what he said. Unprompted. Absolutely. There was nothing about it. He said that the fans were the nicest people. He's been getting compliments. He's been getting thank yous. And he doesn't get mm-hmm. that. And, and you could just, you know, he's probably has been there a while. He's probably been a couple. Yeah. And he's he's Absolutely. done events. And it's mm-hmm. something truly, truly special to behold. And speaks, speaks yeah. honestly. It gives me tingles to think about because our cops, you know, our police officers, you know, they deserve that recognition. You know, and, uh, you know, for the majority, you know, they, they, they're they there to protect us. And, you know, so it was very nice to hear him say that just to see, you know, he genuinely meant that. Yes. So it was very nice to see. Love that. Yeah. 
And I'm glad that you mentioned TikTok before. Um, I wanted to know what your take is on how this whole phenomenon this year of the Eras Tour, of Taylor Swift, because um, you and I are avid TikTok users. <laughs> how do you feel this compares? Like, do you think if we had TikTok back then and speak now, or even, you know, any one of her concerts, do you think that she would have been at that peak earlier? Or do you think that this is purely social media? Like, you know, we're coming mm -hmm. up at a peak time in social media as well, right. TikTok and everything. So what, what do you think, sweetheart? Well, first of all, Ricky says avid. I think we're addicted solely to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, mean, I was trying to play it down. We, we honestly, we may just use it for about a couple hours a day. There's an addiction There's there, an addiction. and I think we, yeah. we may need to get some therapy for that. But, <laughs> um, you know, absolutely with, um, you know, I think there is absolutely a correlation with Taylor's peak of fame and the fact that TikTok is a thing. Not only that, I mean, I don't want to discredit, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram, especially with Reels. But, right. you know, let's be honest, TikTok is the moment. I mean, that is definitely what drives traffic these days. I mean, TikTok is, yeah. if you don't have a TikTok, get one because you'll definitely get addicted <laughs> like Ricky and I, we need a support group, but. <laughs> Not mean, that they're for... sponsoring us, by the way. If they want to sponsor us, I'd be happy then, but yeah, but you know, as we were having this discussion in private earlier today, TikTok without it, I mean, yeah, I mean, with, with, the you know the rise of social media and, and its evolution i strongly feel that you know through tiktok i'm seeing videos you know that are posted you know these videos are posted you feel like you're there i've, I've been seeing like ever since we went to the eras tour i feel like yeah. i've been re-watching it every single night through live through live and you see other people's videos and oh you know yes. you know and yeah. so many people haven't been able to go to the eras tour and they're not going to be able to you know, unfortunately, but, you know, to see that people have it accessible through live and, you know, I see through the comments, they're just so excited that they have that available to them. And, you know, they can see every angle of this concert through TikTok and all the different viewpoints from what fans post and everything's so digital. And it's just amazing, amazing to see how far, you know, social media has come. And as far as, um, you know, digital creation, it's, it's amazing. Which I think that this, it's a good point that you bring up because I think that this whole concert experience of Taylor Swift, because it is the biggest concert of the year, it is the event to mm -hmm. go. Um, For that, sure. It's pretty much been cemented ever since the tickets went out, you know. But I kind of, I'm not going to say I hesitate, but I kind of think twice about now accessing, you know, because if you like one video, you're going to get more videos of the same mm -hmm. thing. That's how that algorithm works. Absolutely. And, you know, in the weeks leading up to the concert, I, for one, I don't like things to get spoiled. I don't. I mm -hmm. like seeing it in the moment. I like being surprised whatever comes, like, because I know that certain things are going to be the same, right? Where concert to concert is going mm -hmm. to be kind of like little set lists, whatnot. But I was seeing quite a lot of TikToks about, what to expect, what the set list was, what Taylor did, what happened, you know, and I was a little, not gonna lie, I was a little let down by that because I I truly didn't want to know. I wanted to go in with 
as fresh eyes as I could. And it kind of turned into <laughs> like a Marvel movie, you know, like it, it I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to do all that, but it, it, it just happened, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. I remember you didn't go on TikTok specifically, like the whole entire month before I mean, you tried not to go on it. And yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And like, like what you said, you know, I appreciate maybe a little, I'm not as far as where you're at, but I really, you right. know, I appreciate a little sneak peek, you know, a little taste of seeing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I didn't want to see the entire concert, you know, right. myself. I think now, I mean, we were the fifth concert, you know, being in uh, Tampa, we were the first night. And, you know, I feel at that point, there are videos circulating, but definitely not what's circulating now i mean now i mean you could it's just so in depth there's so many videos in there and so much has happened you know as these uh, weeks have progressed and you know as we were talking earlier i really almost feel bad for the people that you know are like the last concert because they're gonna see yeah. the entire thing and feel so familiar with it not i'm sure it'll be amazing but it's not gonna be the same thing that element of surprise is gonna be taken away and that's one thing exactly. with social media and that's i keep wondering if this is going to change the concert going experience moving forward i think that's like can you if you like imagine seventy thousand fans in a, in a stadium right and if every one of those seventy thousand people have a tiktok account and they're streaming it live god knows how many people that didn't get a chance to even come close to buying a ticket because of that whole uh, uh, what was it? Ticket Hub or was mm -hmm. it? Uh, yeah, that whole Stop debacle Hub? of Stop oh, Hub. Ticket yeah. Master. Ticket Master. Sorry, I, I oh, yeah. as you can see, I'm not the one that buys the tickets <laughs> in the Salvador <laughs> household. But I, I, I just, I can't imagine that Taylor coming into it would say, "Yeah, I got a concert for seventy thousand people," but you potentially have millions, millions mm -hmm. of people watching a particular show. And I don't know, maybe there's a way to somebody's going to capitalize mm -hmm. on it. Somebody's going to probably either take it down or charge you money or what mm -hmm. have you. Maybe even somebody, get on this virtual reality. Yeah, train, you know? Somebody knows? definitely will. And again, unsponsored. But I think somewhere down the line, as you know, this, I think TikTok really changed the game here. And I think, you know, what they could implement maybe in the future, we can maybe block certain hashtags so it doesn't show up in your FYP, you know? and you are right. You know, with the algorithm, the more videos you like, the more it see, the more you see of that. But I think in the future, you know, if somebody truly doesn't want to see that content, you know, to keep that, um, you know, that shock value, you know, when they go to their concert, maybe, you know, they can block certain things from saying it, you know, without having to, you know, let go of the app completely. I think that's, you know, we shouldn't have to have to do that, you know, but um, I think somewhere down the line, they'll, they'll think of that. Somebody will that and <laughs> just too much money there too it's a much money of time. there yeah i want to do something a little special because we have free topic we love our rankings we love our draft i would like to rank top five songs of this new eras tour this new eras concert i don't know if you'd be down with that sweetheart oh that's so hard <laughs> there's just so many that i would oh geez from the concert 
Are we talking about all her albums? We're talking from the concert because I know with okay. all her albums, there's just not enough prep time, not enough. But yeah. I know because you absolutely know <laughs> all of her songs more than I do, so it's gonna be a little harder for you. But we're just gonna do a stick to yeah. five this time. We're okay. gonna do a ranking of five, top five from five to one, if you can on the spot. All right. Well, this is gonna be man. You really put me on the spot here because there's just so many. <laughs> <laughs> the money that I freaking love is terrible. How dare you? Like we want to change this 10 different times. Okay, so on the spot, I think we're going to go with um, probably Bejeweled will be five. Nice one. I like that one. Uh, Bejeweled will be five. We'll probably put Enchanted at four. Oof. Um, let's see. Miss Americana. Again, from her Lover album. Put that on <laughs> number three. And then I think, ooh, damn, these are two that I really love. Okay, ooh, okay. So we're gonna put Karma at Karma at four. And I hate to do that because I karma say this, four. and Karma at four. And karma was my number okay. one for for a minute, but it's it, it was competing with my number one, which is Cruel Summer. And I think Cruel Summer. And if anybody listening is a true Swifty, you know. Through following this concert, <laughs> "Cruel Summer" was one of those songs that really was the underdog of the, lo- <laughs> of, the of the Lover album. But I'm telling you, with TikTok, it just man, it like catapulted top of that entire album. "Cruel Summer" was was amazing. That have that whole bridge, you know, of her. I'm drunk in the back of the car, and I'm kind oh, yeah. of crazy. Oh yeah, it's just everybody knew it. Line for line and at the concert, that whole energy. Now when I sing it in the car, I sing it with that same energy like we were in the concert. It's just amazing what, you know, again, TikTok has done. It completely, you know, influenced (laughs) me. Um, But yeah, Cruel Summer, who would have (laughs) thought? Let me ask you, babe. Is Cruel Summer that that song that had everybody cheering one, two, three, let's go, bitch? No, that is uh, Oof. uh that that is not that is not. <laughs> do you want to try to guess what song guess. that was? I do not, because I'm shitty with the song names. Uh, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only know her Midnight's album like somewhat well with the song situation, like song titles. But no, which one was it? No, yeah. So uh, it's her song Delicate, and that's from her Reputation album. But Delicate. You know, Taylor has a lot of different cheers that she does throughout her concert. But Delicate, again, through TikTok, you know, this cheer became so popular. And, you know, if I, if I recall, babe, you were, you were scared as hell at the concert. I knew nothing about. I ha- absolutely did not know shit about any one of these cheers. And I'm so sorry I failed you. <laughs> I could have prepped you with this damn, you know, cheer. But, man, I went all out for that. What what's what happened? I said yeah, everybody called her a bitch, but I was like, "Holy you shit!" Wait. Yeah, there's this pause in the beginning of the song, and then out of nowhere, everybody goes one, two, three, let's go, bitch! And you just cheer her on, and it's this whole vibe and the whole out. Oh my gosh, it was amazing! It was amazing, and I want to go to the concert again, <laughs> two, three, four times, just to experience that. But- <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was shocked. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> Our section was so uh, cool, but you know, very, very tame. 
and you know just out of nowhere just everybody jumps up and you know just with oh, this yeah. energy starts pumping the cheer and my poor baby's all like left in the dark <laughs> wow all right so for me i'll go five to one for me five was the opening song um oh yeah miss americana miss americana because the entire entrance the way that she started it it just hit right home it's like mm-hmm. it's like the your your the velocicoaster rap uh, like the velocicoaster <laughs> so you just start out guns blazing and it was so cool to a see a core memory the production value i want to i want to point out especially whoever did the production of that concert or her tour bravo to you i tip of the cap take off my hat take it like it was mm-hmm. beautifully done masterful without masterful. a doubt all right so that's my number five my number four okay i would say enchanted enchanted was phenomenal oh, it was great so good such a classic my number three was shake it off because that's a song that <laughs> i definitely listen you for a long time and, and, and yeah definitely shook your ass at that concert definitely, yeah my ass was shaking <laughs> i'm not going to lie sometimes people just want to shake their ass and that's what taylor swift gives you so number two i would say it would be it's so tough because that cruel summer that whole time you know like what mm-hmm. you just pointed out yeah that whole bridge. bridge it was so like you just saw all of these slides and the cool thing about this concert was they gave you this bracelet that just lights up a specific color based on the song it was so beautifully choreographed oh yeah you saw so just the entire entire stadium sing their hearts out for this song so phenomenal that was my number two but i know i think you know which one i'm going to put number one number one for <laughs> me personally was lavender haze i had lavender so my haze. wife my loving wife uh made me a bracelet a friendship bracelet uh <laughs> that had lavender haze i still have it nobody was going to get this shit this was mine you still know. wear it, it whatever. absolutely i still wear it so made my wife. <laughs> but the thing was is that for me, Lavender Haze was truly what turned me into a fan. Like some of these songs, they're catchy and all of it. But this one to me is my favorite song of Taylor's because it just it it captures something that for me, uh, not lyrically, but just the way that she so smooth with her vocals. It goes along so well with the overall beat of the song. I, I'm a bit of an audiophile. Like I love easy listening yeah. and that is a such an easy listen for her not that she has anything hard yeah. to listen to no absolutely it's, it, and it's it, it's a great song mm-hmm. and it's funny you know. say that though because you know I, I noticed that a lot of husbands and a lot of males in general you know when they go you know when they talk about this um album i think lavender haze is yeah i think the top the top you know liked song for uh for you guys <laughs> and <laughs> unanimously i've just been seeing a lot of videos posted with this song with the with these guys going nuts you know you know for the song on the album and you know you love to see it you really do and i've seen so many celebrities i think it's all bradley cooper do something with it um the other day and i'm just like you know it's so funny like i'm scrolling through tiktok and i just see the, the most random celebrity like jamming to taylor swift and you didn't you wouldn't have never you would have never seen that 10 never years ago in a Miles million years. Teller. 
like shaking his ass. <laughs> Miles Teller, exactly. My God. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. And you just, I love it. I love it all around. Like, snaps for her. And I just, I love Taylor so much. I, she deserves all of this. She truly does. Last, lastly, I do want to also commend the fact that this woman did a three and a half hour concert and not one break. It was, oh, yeah. You don't even see athletes have that kind of a step. To be dancing, to be singing, to be changing uh, costumes, to be going from one end to the other, giving everybody mm-hmm. their absolute worth. Uh, again, bravo. Bravo to you. Incredible. I'm so, I'm so like, I, yeah. I can't even, you know, I used to be able to jog uh, for quite a while, but I can't even jog a mile now. So bravo to you, <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, there's no words for the stamina that this lady has. And, you know, most recently when she went to, I believe it was uh, the Gillette Stadium, which was, you know, Nashville, she did it in the rain. All three and a half hours, it rained. I I forget which night it was. I think it was the first, but it rained the entire time. And she did it in the rain. Yeah, and she did it in the humidity of Florida. Florida of all fucking uh-huh. places. Like it's 88, almost 90 degrees by the time the, the night falls. And it's just, oh man. But she, yeah, I think a lot of her costumes got ruined. Her on the second night, she went to go play a song on her piano and the piano was completely done, you know, because of the rain the night before. And she laughed it off and she just was like, you know what? This is fine. I'll just go play it on the guitar. Love her because she played like freaking five instr- instruments yeah. and she's just like, ah, whatever. I'll just play it on a different instrument. What? Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you Incredible. Imagine just, hey, yeah, so my piano's not working. I'm going to go to the guitar. I'll just, yeah, I'll just play this, flawlessly play this for you guys. No worries. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so happy that we got to do this, Amber, my love. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so, thank you so much thank- for coming. <laughs> thank you for having me. I know I've been wanting to do this for some time and and i know i've been hearing you do your other podcasts and it's just been so nice to be a part of this so thank you so much for having me and thank you for all the listeners for listening in today it's been an absolute pleasure thanks babe thank you guys that was the taylor swift episode and i'm so happy that we did it again another huge thank you to my wife another huge thank you to you guys Thank you guys so much for listening. I know I always leave little tidbits of what's to come here at the end of the episode. We're still working through the Star Wars series, me and my awesome brother-in-law, Bill. Hopefully, we're going to get a third. We're still trying to track down Jake. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We're also... Mr. Jake. Mr. Jake. We're also going to try to get a sports episode out there. I know the NBA finals are going on. Football is coming back. In a couple months, exciting times. And maybe, maybe we'll get another draft going. Another musical draft. Maybe. Amazing. Uh, That'll be a again, good one. That, oh, man, I can't wait. I'm thinking either between 2011 or 2012, as far as the year is concerned. That's can't wait. Be. Can't wait. Thank you guys again. Uh, my name is Ricky. This has been Free Topic. Until next time. Jump at the bank of the car.
I'm done. <laughs> I want to go sing Cruel Summer. It's like the basic I... shit I am. 